0: Mike's Daily Podcast Hello and welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast This is FFF episode 2512 Mike's Daily Podcast 2512 and last night I'm up uh, watching a wonderful show that's on acorn tv plus and you know it's from new zealand and everybody's got the cool little new zealand accent and then something happened it was like an accident only it was done on purpose and that was somebody at work called me to tell me they wouldn't be coming in Mike's Daily Podcast. but you know what time they come in five o'clock in the morning So, yes I'm like, I guess I'm turning this off And I'm going to bed Which is what I did And then, woke up very early I think I had about four hours sleep Went into work And helped produce The Rob Black and Your Money program Where he discusses money and stuff And how McDonald's did really well In their earnings report And what else I heard an interesting It wasn't I don't know if Rob said this I think I've heard him say this before But I've heard some other Type financial talk Talkers Uh, This one financial advisor I was listening to On the radio Said Yes I know That sounds suspect But I think he had an interesting point and that is people always concerned about investing in all these tech stocks but what about the day-to-day life stocks no matter what happens day-to-day life stuff is what we're going to be putting our money into and if you're going to invest in that as an investor trying to get a return on it that is seems like a smart way to go but i don't know that's my, the limit of what I... I employ people to take care of that information and stuff for me. To help me through those things. Because I am not an expert. But I find it fascinating. And there's so much to learn. And... And here's today's podcast picture. And it deals a lot with human behavior. Natural human responses. What we do... As a society, what we spend money on What keeps us afloat, what keeps countries afloat It's all fascinating to me I think the podcast picture will be something recent I don't know what it's going to be It's going to be great though I think, I think it's going to go back to that wonderful trip I took At the beginning of October At the beginning of this month As we're nearing the end of this month When I went up to the Mount Shasta area or maybe Ashland, Oregon One of the two It'll be up there The late great Basil the Boxer You know, I saw a boxer today But he did not have He barked But he did not say- He did not have this This deep Operatic voice The late great Basil the Boxer had oh, I Miss him so much So, so much to get to Because Well I haven't done uh, uh, Many, many podcasts lately And I got to get back into the daily thing I get interrupted by life so it derails my dailiness But you know we were talking last about the artsiest cities in the country And right now California is got a proposition that you can vote on Say yes or no And it's either yes or no And here it is Here's what the proposition is Should we spend more money On the arts For our schools In California Well I looked at it In the voter book You know the little book They Supplemental book They give you That has all the Pros and cons Of everything Oh a lot of people Were giving pros There were no cons I guess the only con Would be It's expensive It's going to cost us A lot as taxpayers But yeah, arts Arts in our schools So I'm pretty sure that's gonna pass And we'll have more taxes And We'll have really artsy We'll be really artsy And On the top of that list was the San Francisco Was San Francisco is the artsiest city In the nation Was Is apparently According to this Lawn love What exactly is lawn love? They are a Some kind of landscaper Lawn love and home care Oh I guess they're located in Mountain View Maybe that's why they're sending it Because they're in the area So Their way of spreading their name For their company Is sending the best and worst Cities for certain things And what they did was For National Sandwich Day, which is coming up on November 3rd, they decided to rank the best cities for sandwich lovers. But this is not for this year, for next year. I guess they're planning ahead. Where can you find a standout sandwich? They looked at cities with plenty of high-quality sandwich shops and award-winning sandwiches. They measured residents' cravings through Google searches for sandwich-related terms. I heard Google didn't do too well in the stocks today. So here they go. The top five sandwich places. Well, top five was... At number five was what was at number one for the artsiest city in the... Country but And number 5 San Francisco Apparently For Sandwiches In the country Number 4 St. Louis Number 3 Washington D.C. Number 2 New Orleans And number 1 New York Why? Because they got all those delis The New York it's, it's even a thing No matter where you go In the country You can check out A New York deli The worst apparently Is Patterson, New Jersey At number two is Mesquite, Texas Number three is Chula Vista, California Interesting, why do they say that? Uh, It says big and busy cities are full of beloved spots to grab a speedy sandwich New York City takes first place overall with the highest sandwich quality And interest out of all the cities in their ranking Sandwich artists are abundant in San Francisco Which has the most sandwich shops per square mile Washington Has the second highest access That's uh, Washington, D.C. As we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth Anyway Panera Bread traces its roots to St. Louis Which was at number four and then the Oh the Philly cheesesteak Philadelphia was at number 7 On the list And they There are plenty of places To grab quality barbecue And tortas In In the uh, In Texas But nowhere to get a sandwich I guess that's why they put Mesquite Texas at number 2 Okay but why Why did you Put so much hate On New Jersey It didn't say Huh Why New Jersey Is a bad place for Sandwiches There we go Hey We're outside a cafe anyway Where there are no sandwiches So we're just as bad as Patterson, New Jersey Look who's here Hello Michael Masters, It's that Rutabaga Oh, yes. Being older, I am very fortunate to have someone call and check on me every day. He is from India and very concerned about my car warranty. Ooh. Is that a joke? Yes. Are you a joke teller? Yes. Was that funny? No. I guess nothing spoils a good story like the arrival of a witness. Mark Twain said that Yes, those quotes were from Winky Winky, the old friend of my mom's My mom passed away earlier this year And Winky had been sending my mom emails With funny things and quotes and whatnot And I emailed her back to give her the news And she goes, well, I'll, send, I'll start sending you the emails now And we reminisced about my mom and it's wonderful And thank you, Winky Okay, now it is time for the segment Let's go back with Matthews I'm moving this right along I don't know if I really should have gone with that Sandwiches story It feels like there wasn't much substance In the Sandwiches story By the way My my, my uh, problems with my S's I'm, I'm getting I'm developing a lisp in my old age Don't know exactly what that is I gotta My tongue is not <laughs> Following my <laughs> instructions as, as it used to do So I will have to Practice my S's It seems to me Maybe I'm hearing something And it's not there But Okay There is this other Bit No I guess that was all the news I had today That was it Except Oh UFOs We did not Go into UFOs Okay But I think we should NASA announced It's un- Deniable Aerial Phenomena Research Team Oh Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Research Team They don't call them UFOs anymore They call them A-E uh, U-A-P's So the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Research Team um, They're going to Announce their Finding next year A 16 person team They're reviewing Unexplained Aerial Phenomena or UAPs for NASA UAPs are classified due to their puzzling behavior in the sky which doesn't fit the known behavior of aircraft or known natural phenomena It includes this team includes an astronaut a space treaty drafter someone i guess who wrote a space treaty a boxer not a dog i don't think that's too bad and several astrobiologists the researchers will analyze unclassified data on UAPs Or particular sightings of objects behaving unlike anything we're familiar with And NASA says their work will lay the groundwork for future UAP studies This from Inverse.com NASA is going in with an open mind, they wrote We will not underestimate what the natural world contains And we believe there is a lot to learn Until... Until the full report is released to the public In the middle of next year NASA says everything will be kept a secret Bum 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 Alright, thank you That's an interesting bit of news And I guess that was it for this Oh, psychedelics, that's right Psychedelics are being studied more to treat depression and addiction Can psychedelics cure? Scientists are investigating How hallucinogenic substances Can have a positive effect On people struggling With a range of mental health conditions Apparently this was being done Up until the 60s When dr- drug, col- drug culture just exploded And Nixon had a fit And everything got clamped down But now it's starting to come back Early research suggests that psychedelic-assisted therapy may help people recover from depression, addiction, PTSD, and more. Some psychedelics may actually change the way brain regions talk to each other. Dr. Roland Griffiths says, It's like reprogramming the operating system of a computer. You're getting down to a very basic code level change. One theory is that a brain region called the claustrum Acts like a switchboard in the brain Possibly explaining why psychedelics can help reset rigid behaviors and thought patterns Brain regions may be talking to each other in a way that they typically don't And they may be talking to each other in radically different ways than they normally do The idea that psychedelics can heal isn't new Indigenous peoples around the world have used plant-based psychedelics for thousands of years Alright, and that all from PBS And their Nova program So, there you go What? Oh yes, it's time now for the segment That I was telling you moments earlier about Let's go back with Matthews Once upon a time I was on the radio Well, I've been on the radio for 35 years Something like that Maybe a little more than that And I had a Show On the country radio And I'm trying to find the, a clip to play you Here we, We've we gone back To the Santa Fe Cafe 2003 Let's go to 2002 what happened? And we're going to Play you this This is from 2002 Early 2000s Early O's And here we go uh- and shall we play this Yes we shall What's happening uh, You know that is it's so good that you said Hey how you doing what's happening Really Because that lets everyone know that you're really there I'm here We're going into the gift shop <laughs> Okay Our 18 year old gift shop supervisor Shelly Shuhart is selling K-Hey Santa Fe Cafe souvenirs Shelly Shuhart who is also here At Cafe Anyway uh, to, to got her start on the Santa Fe Cafe back in the 90s and early 00s. Let's see how that's going. Hello, Matt Michael. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, Shelly. Matt Michael, Jeremy, and I used to go out a long time ago. Sure. And um, things just didn't work out. No. Well, tonight we have a dating service here at the cafe. The disgruntled fiddle player has a dating service. I know. It's a sham. Uh-huh. Really? It's a con Okay And I called? I'm like So oh, sure Vinskill No oh, Vinskill <laughs> What a voice Vinskill There was a lady Old lady That used to call me And say Vinskill has the voice Of an angel Her name was Selena Now it's time For the segment The Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud Here are two songs That are going to Battle it out And you pick the one You like better uh, this one is from Delia Meschler. She covers Karen Dalton and Delida's song. Okay. Something on your mind is what this is. Is sending you to... Okay. I guess that is right here. They... Have, have me taking a circuitous route. Okay, this song is entitled "Something on Your Mind." Oh, Delia, all your dreams too far behind not you see You can make it without ever even That's Delia Meshler. Do you like that song better? Or do you like this one from SCAB? Originally, a working title represented the first letters of the band's names. Sean, Corey, Alec, and Brandon. So it became known as SCAB, an acronym with a shifting meaning. It's phonetic double acting as a metaphor for protection and healing for a group that's always been there for one another. Ah. Okay, let's listen to the first song they gave me called Why Do I Dream of You Here it goes It's going to play for you here Hopefully If this goes right Okay, do I got to click on the On the uh, What do you call those things? Cookies? Okay <laughs> Ow my ears Did you like Scab better? That was Scab Or Delia Meschler. Call me at -MM 336-MM-DAILY That's 3 plus 3 equals 6 MM is the Mike Matthews Daily As in what this podcast tries to be But oh you know Sometimes Sometimes we get sidetracked So Yeah Call now -MM 336-MM-DAILY And with more on how to reach me It is A-Frame Makes TV